Welcome to Whiskey in the Stream, where we play 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons in a homebrew setting. This is a real play podcast with adult language, big daddy root, and nonsensical whimsy. You have been warned. Fantastic. Welcome back everyone to Whiskey in the Stream. Ren, you did the recap last time, so you are exempt. Everyone else, please roll a d20 and logos. Was that Ren or Ren? Uh, Scarlet, you are up for rolling. Okay. Seven. Oh, yeah. You know what? Yeah, let's get these low rolls. Oh, my word. Let's get these low rolls <laughs> out of the way now. Roll So that we don't need them. And Is you won't be rolling in the six feet deep in a minute. No, we should not make him exempt. See if he's been keeping up with the podcast. Yeah, just like, <laughs> again, it's like, no, I don't want to know if he has or not. No, I, I, I know. I, I see the, I see the view counts. I can narrow it down real fast. <laughs> I just hate listening to my voice. I'm sorry. I hardly ever have time. I mean, you were here. You... It's good. I used to listen to it every Thursday before a session when I was working at Lidl. Because when you're stocking shelves at 5.30 in the morning, you don't really need any pump-up music. You just need something to keep you awake. Yeah. yeah. A little hard to listen to when I'm going through all these different spreadsheets. Yeah, I still listen to it every Thursday, so that way I can go, I didn't remember that happening. Or, yeah. oh, I had blocked that Freudian slip from my mind. So <laughs> glad I could remember it. <laughs> Chittering. Chittering. That's what the <laughs> that funny, <laughs> oh yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> Littering. Oh man, uh, I will admit too that when I went back through editing that section, I re-listened to it multiple times. Like, there's no way I actually said glittering. Like, come on, please tell me I was just. Nope. Yeah, that is clear as day. That is <laughs> there is no mistaking that. <laughs> and all of us are just kind of quiet, quiet. Yeah. What was that I'm, word? I'm sorry, I couldn't help it. <laughs> you said what? what? Uh, so, Gurdon, what you missed was that uh, last session, I got a couple of words mixed up. Um, namely, like, chittering, like the noise a creature is making, and clitoris, as we were discussing that rather heavily. <clears throat> so I said clitoris. That's the... Sound of the clitori, I guess. Yeah. Watch out for the egg eggs, because that's what they're doing. Yeah. So watch out. Oh. Oh, mercy me. All right. So, Root. What's up? What happened last time? Last time, Vren checked in with Kaylin. Glint scale. Um, he was conscious and recovered. The group was ready to head towards the tomb. We needed to double-check some information with the professor about what awaits us in the tomb. Um, traps, a settlement, some hidden mechanisms. Um, there might not be a dead end, and we need to keep spatial awareness. And something about 500 feet to the east. And Glint Scale wants us to note any murals or paintings. Asti wanted to join the group in the tomb, um, but 
we don't want that to happen, so we're trying to get her to form a bond uh, with Olaf, so she'll agree to stay behind with the children. Uh, Glintscale uh, took the group to uh, the entrance to the tomb under the guise that it's dangerous and we are to keep out. And he gave Kaylin a history lesson on ancient humans. Scarlet picked up on a group that was tailing us and went off to go deal with them. And um, she did let him live, but, you know, did carve her name into his arm. And she sneaks back over to rejoin the tour. Um, and Scarlet informed Vren about the other tail, because there was two tails that we had. Uh, Beatrice is a woman following the group that the, the professor knows and is in love with, and we rile him up about his relationship with her and how she could be a spy. And she was paying a lot of attention to Caitlin. And he became a paladin. Uh, Scarlet notices uh, a lady, the lady paying too close attention to Caitlin and tried to attack her. Uh, Beatrice was upset that Caitlin stabbed Glintscale, but they clear up the miscommunication around the stabbing. And she does confirm that Tremor is in cahoots with Salote. We stealthily made our way to the tomb entrance. The guard was asleep at the entrance. And Kaylin and Vren opened the entrance for us. Uh, guard and the person that Scarlet cut up previously, uh, it may be Changelings. And he has a Salotian accent. And we enter the tomb and take the guard with us. Unconscious though, right? The guard's unconscious, though, right? Like, he got sucked into the tube, or, like, no, he got blown into the tube by Vren or something. Yeah, he's my psychic. Just just shoved him in. Yep. You're coming with us now. Your test for traps, and he kind of bounced along uh, the pseudo-steps that went down for a ways. Uh, So... Gurdon, for your sake, the tunnel is pitch black. Uh, It is mostly what appears to be natural stone, but much of it is stone that has slowly formed over time overworked stonework. Uh, You can see that there are different color stones behind that are flat and even, and then what's in front of sort of this reddish-brown stone that has slowly developed the stalagmites and stalactites over time. Uh, There are patches of naturally slick ground algae and moss and probably just plain water hopefully just plain water uh, is currently scattered around there are bits of chitin that are lying on the ground Uh, you can see broken pieces of armament some weaponry you guys did find part of a hand uh, that was mostly melted as you made your way down Scarlet pointed out a section that was particularly slick on a long stretch. Uh, Pointing that out kept you all from going on a water slide adventure uh, that would have led directly into the mouth of the creature that you found once you made it to the bottom, where you see this large insectoid head sticking up. Another reddish-beige sort of color, mottled chitinous exoskeleton, long pointed claws as only the upper part of its body is sticking up out of the ground and as it is staring at you all it has been tapping on the stonework in front of it 
as Caitlin slowly approached, uh, brightly colored mushrooms lining the walls. There were a couple of them you can see starting to grow from the floors. He found that there were two more that were peeking their heads around a corner to the bottom right. Uh, he had time to warn you all that there was something there, but there's there's no light. One's cast any sort of magical light, or are we just in the dark? What's like? Did I miss that? Is that what's our situation here with the lighting? Did anybody light a torch or a lantern? I don't remember. We have lanterns. Yeah, I thought we already had one lit. Okay. okay. A, a lantern, I think, is what's lit, and I think I grabbed one. Go. Okay. Same. All I heard was pitch black, and I didn't hear anything otherwise, so I wanted to make sure. <laughs> Oh, that was addressed. Yeah, okay. our, our vision's definitely limited, but we do see some. Yeah, I'm gonna need to see something. <laughs> so holding the lantern up would require one hand. You can either do that or you can <clears throat> set it on the ground. Uh, so whomever's carrying it would want to keep that in mind. Uh, so if you have two-handed weapons or shield and weapon, you may need to be careful if you are one of the light bearers. But. Uh, you all have just a moment. You can see that the creatures are all beginning to tap in unison, looking at you all. Um, this is gonna be get bad, guys. Hey, uh, Root, this you This is clearly uh, echo location, right? I'm not the only one thinking that. <laughs> <laughs> you, you could talk with animals, right? You're that. You like the nature and the animals and things. Can you can you tell these guys that we're like just want to come check it out that we're not really trying to fight them? I talk to the plants. Oh, All the mushrooms. I always forget that every me. single time. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. And Kaylin can see the one, the the purple dot one, and at least the red dot one, right? Can I make an animal handling check to like try to gauge? If they're hostile. Uh, so for Kalen, actually, for some reason, all of mine with the dots, the dots disappeared. Oh, OK. I'm talking about this one and this one. Yeah, I see a pink dot and a red dot. Yeah, and there's also one on the bottom right you can also see. Yeah, but okay. there's no dot. He has so no dot. Down here, one up here. Yeah. OK. Now. Just because I know how roll twenty is, is this just is this one actually a lot bigger than the others, or is it just a different picture that you used? Mostly a different picture. They are considered large. So they're all kind of the same size. Okay, I didn't know if it was going to be like a queen and subjects. Big deal. Not yet. Okay. Okay. <laughs> all right. In that case. Uh, Root, go ahead and make that animal handling check to see if they appear hostile. Wow, 26. Uh, with that, you're looking at this creature and it's, you know, how it's moving around and it feels very unnatural to you. You're getting less and less of a feeling that this is a beast of any kind. This seems absolutely monstrous. This is not a normal creature that you would be comfortable with. But 
quickly beyond that, you recognize it looks like it's going to attack in the real fastness. We need to react now. Not friend. Not friend. And let's go ahead and roll initiative. Do you want me to re-roll my initiative? Nah, you can keep yours. So, um, I had a room Yeah. I've not been here for a hot minute. <laughs> I have quite a bit of things on my character's person that have been utilized. Like, all of my War Priest slots have not reset at all. You've had a long rest, so everything is fresh. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and click that guy. Appreciate it. Did not want to assume, so I figured I would check. We have not rested in four days. <laughs> We've just made you keep walking behind a cart. Rocking no at me every day. And when we stop, we make you cook. Right, I mean, I'm here for the cooking. Okay, is so the lantern 30 feet? What now? Uh, so, Gurdon, while you're pulling that up, uh, Kaylin, is the lantern 30 feet of light, or is it 60? I think it was only 30. I know it was a little bit better than the, like, torch. Um, but I don't think it was much. So, hooded lantern gives 30 foot bright light and 30 foot additional dim light. So you get 60 feet of lidedness. Okay. okay. Now, did I... Actually, did I take it from you, Root, when I moved forward? Or was I just using the light that it was giving off? I don't remember. Okay. I'm oh, Root has the lantern? Selected. Sorry, I so. there were There were multiple lanterns. Yeah, there was two lanterns and, like, two torches. I have blind sight with, for 10 feet. But I know I was also at least using the light that one of them was giving off. I just can't remember if I was holding it or not. I had a lantern, but I didn't light it. I think. Because I didn't need the lantern, but I did bring it. Alright, so I'm going to say that Root is currently holding the lantern, since most of your stuff is spellcasting anyway. Um, Makes sense. I'm trying to figure out how I can denote... Root has to have a yeah. child. So we can say baby root root baby root. Alright. Uh root, do you see a large circle around you? No. Okay. Cool. Wait. Well, I see light. Like part of the map is more light than like behind that purple dot creature. Okay. If that's what you're talking about. Yeah, I see that too. The new ooh, green dot. Hello. So, uh, from right behind this large one here, uh, purple dot. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So purple dot is the end of the bright light. Beyond that is dim light. Okay. Uh, but that is what's currently being illuminated. Uh, Root, let me know if yours gets a little funky. I added an aura to yours so I could keep track of where the light is at. So I can okay. reveal things as we go. All right. So got everybody in there for their initiative. First up is going to be Scarlet. Uh, you can see the creature that is mostly out of the ground. Uh, it's only maybe five feet out of the ground, but it's filling up a seven, eight foot wide hole. Uh, and you can see 
something dripping off of the mandible. Oh no, bright light, you can see color. Uh, you can see this lightish yellow-green dripping off of the mandibles, and you can see parts of it beginning to inflate along its neck. Gross. Well, neck. I hate bugs. Come on. Just... Yes, a 20 hits. <clears throat> Go ahead and All right. roll. Oh, no worries. Wow. All right. 24 damage, and then... I thought about this the other day. Hold on one sec. I have this thing that maybe... So one of my... I think it's like a sapphire dragon stirring type. I've just never really been able to use it. I remember the other day, so I get to do an extra d6 Ooh. on it. So 30 damage. Dig. Um, you stab in with this sapphire dragon sword and you see it just kind of puncture straight through some of the chitin a little spray of some liquid coming out of the side and you see parts of the sacks that were inflating deflate you quickly pull out the sword before any of it gets on you it is still alive um i think i get two attacks around why am i like totally blanking on how to play my character <laughs> you're you the flash have... You're offhand. You can do bonus attack. Okay, my offhand. Yeah. But it's um, your bonus action. Where am I? Why am I? Does that look right? Because it's just regular. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then you just don't add. It's just like a d6 plus your dex. You don't add proficient or you don't add dex. It'll just be the weapon damage unless you have the two hand fighting style, which I think allows you to add it. Um. So it would be so a nineteen definitely hits. So then Why your damage like, is totally blanking on how to play my character. No worries. So I think it would end up being your regular because you have a dagger in your offhand, right? I have two weapon fighting. Okay. Does that one specify that you well, there's the generic two weapon fighting where you can oh, make a bonus right. action offhand. But you're a swashbuckler, so you may have a fighting style that allows you to add your dex bonus. I don't know. I haven't checked your guys' character sheets in a hot minute, and I really ought to keep up. No, no, it's not your fault. It's my fault to keep on top of this. Um, I don't think I do. We'll just don't go with no. Yeah, just a d6. Okay, perfect. Thanks. Sorry. I'm like handicapped here. Two. Two more damage. Got it. I poke its antennae. Um, <laughs> freak out from it and the mandible snipping in just the air near you, but Nothing close to be worried about. Alright. That's got it. Alright. Uh Bren, I believe you are up. How serious do you guys think this Very probably pretty serious. They're gross. They're just kill them, brother. They're disgusting. They're bugs. They're gonna crawl on you and drip on you. There's a lot of them. See? Exactly. You don't want that yellow goo all over you. You're not gonna wash that out. Is that what's on me? Is that why I'm in a yellow box? <laughs> uh, sorry, you are kind of in the wall for some reason. My bad. I'm hugging the wall because I'm convinced these things are echolocating me. <laughs> uh, yeah. They smell that fried fish. Yeah, as my, as my armor's clanking around and I smell like a fish. <laughs> clink, clink, clink! <laughs> Right, sorry. Just, uh, uh, go ahead. 
Sorry, my all my stuff is getting so wonky at the moment. Uh, Vren, sorry, uh, it is your turn, good sir. All right, um, I'll just uh, raise my staff up and ask. Dex save. So I'll try and block off the ones. Also, so you're doing the two on the bottom. Yeah. Got it. So I raise my staff, and then this thick, viscous liquid kind of shoots out of it and covers that uh, doorway with just a giant Caleb-style web. So I want to flag them as webbed. Uh, and you can see them, like, kind of panicking a little bit. The noise that they make. So they like the clickers in Last of Us. Okay. And then they can make they have to make an uh strength athletics check to break out, right? Uh that sounds right to me. Just a strength check. Oh, okay. Got tit, got tit, got tit. Alright. Uh anything else for your turn? Nope, that's it. Alrighty, Gurdon. Alright. Sorry, I was taking some notes and my copy and paste is not working. Here we go. Alright, I am going to emerge from this wall. And I'm still covered in a yellow box for reasons unknown. Um It might only be visible to you because I don't see it. Don't see it? No. Mm -mm. Not sure why it's there. I don't know how to get rid of it. Anyway, doesn't matter. Um, I'm gonna smack this guy with a hammer, or I shall certainly attempt to smack this man with a hammer. Man, thing, beast, monstrosity, yeah. yonk. Let's see, uh, yeah, twenty-five definitely hits. <laughs> um, I'll also be using divine strike. To add 1d8 to that. Not sure how to roll that. Four. Alright, 13 points. That is just enough to kill it. What does it look like when you bring down this holy hammer? Um, I'd like to smack it square in the head. And this, you said it's uh, some sort of chitinous armor looking creature head. Is that right? I'd like to split that with the uh, center of that meat mallet. Center mass, you can see where it has like a point that it comes to in the center, just buckles down and then becomes this little V shape as it collapses down and bits spray out. And it does it does it fall into this hole that it's peeking out of? It does indeed. Uh, it kind of slowly slinks down, almost becoming level with the floor. So it looks like it somehow maybe its body got jammed somewhere along a curve. But it can't go further back than what it was. Okay. Lobster's back on the menu, boys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to eat this thing. I don't know. Do I know how to cook this? I'll use my bonus. <laughs> I, I think I have a book about creatures that I could cook, don't I? Didn't I acquire that book at some point? You do have a book about cooking wild uh, creatures, and it didn't. I don't think I specified beasts. All right, well, so, we're going to be doing some research here shortly. 
All right. Well then. Um, I think that's about all the movement I have. So, um, and there's a web here. Is that correct? Uh, there is currently entrapping those two creatures. Okay. Oh, they look like silverfish or something or another there. Let's see. Has anyone taken any damage since <laughs> um, I was last here and before, since our last rest? No. Sorry. No. Trying to, I'm sorry. I'm playing meta right now. We are all Gucci. Okay. Oh, well, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Let's see. Not gonna stray too far from anyone who has a light, so I'm gonna stay right here for now. Um, let's see. Alan, what's your armor class right now? What's your AC at? Seventeen. Seventeen. Okay. Here's what I'm gonna do instead of that. Nothing. <laughs> um, you're gonna get a shield of faith add plus two to your AC. Awesome. For ten minutes or until I get smacked and that gets Lose concentration. Off. Okay. Can I add temp? Fantastic. Alrighty. Root. Sup. It is your turn. Alright. Um so with the two that are like behind a web, I want to use poison spray. Will that penetrate the web but like still keep them in trap? But like, uh, yeah, because it's not fire, it's just kind of this gout of poisonous gas or poisonous liquid. All right, that's what I'm gonna do. So, you're gonna go right next to him and cast poison spray? Yeah, okay. What kind of save do they need to make? Oh, they have to do a constitution saving throw. Okay. Or take 1d12 poison damage. Wait, why are they doing advantage? They should not have advantage. Give me a second. Oh my goodness, guys. I, I swear I've played D&D before at least once. And I'm blessed. Still. Okay. So that won't assist the saves? Oh, damn. But it is still good to know. Okay. Alright, so let me try this again. Uh, is it one target or for poison spray? Um, that's towards a creature, so I'm going to assume probably just one. Got it. All right, so now we'll do... Um, which one are you shooting at? The one on the left or the right? On the left. Left. Okay. Left. Let's see if this works properly now, or if I done did a goof. Seven. So that's grand. All right. Oh, you already got in there. Nine points of poison damage. You guys are miles ahead of me. Uh, so as you spray it in the face, you see it pull back, but it can't really do a whole lot. Uh, being stuck in the web, it can't really move a whole lot either. Uh, so that is action. What about bonus or any other movement? Um, for my bonus action, um, I would like to do magic stone. Pick up a couple of pebbles and enchant them so you have those on hand ready to go for next turn. Mm -hmm. Fantastic call. All right. Why did my creature disappear from the turn order? 
You killed it. No. There he goes. All right, I do not have my shit together. I apologize. All right, it is now the monsters' turn. Uh, that first one is quite dead. The two that are restrained uh, fight a little bit against the web until they can maneuver their head straight towards each of the two rows. Uh, so the one on the left will unleash this gout of acid from its mouth towards Root and Kaelin, and the one on the right will unleash a gout towards Gurdon and Ren. So I need a dexterity saving throw, please. Oh no. Can you use my luck to re-roll that? I mean, yeah, you know, I was probably going to do the same thing. I had a one. I mean, if you have luck points and you want to use them, it's entirely up to you. With my blessing thing, do I get to try again? Mm-mm. Yeah. Um, and actually, that go. ended at the start of your long rest. Eat it so by the same that. token, the negative has worn off as well. Rude. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, let it ride. You're going to let it ride? Let it ride. Okay. Uh, so, Kaylin, you save. Uh, so you only take five acid damage. Okay, uh, so it's acid, uh, not poison. Okay. It is. Uh, so the other three, I need you to take ten points of acid damage, except actually... Scarlet, you're a rogue, so you take half on a failed deck save. So you take five. Yeah. That's the two of them. Oh, that looks like it hurt. <laughs> Kayla's just going to look over the shoulder. No. Brother, I'm going to save some of this and wipe it on you later. Another one comes skittering around the corner. 30. Uh, Ren, Kaylin, and Vren. I need you to make dex saving throws as this creature also lets loose a gout of acid. So, and just, uh, let's see if this is correct. I've got the sentinel feet. Does this count as an attack for which I can react? Uh, it is an ability use, but uh, I'll double check something real quick. Okay, so. Do you have shield mastery? Uh, Verbiage says, when a creature within five feet of me makes an attack. Yeah, I'll count it as an attack. Sick. Uh, so, Caitlin, you save, so you're only taking half. So uh, I, apparently, it, it didn't, I didn't think it went through, so I hit it like three times. Well, the good news is, Ren, is that all three save. <laughs> your saves as well. Uh, so, Scarlet, you're not going to take any damage this time. Kaylin and Vren, you're only going to take five points of acid damage. And then oh, Gurdon, you're not my clothes. A... And Gurdon, you're making a sentinel strike? Yeah. Um, what's an 11? All right. And then another one in the back. Coming through the dim light, you can see it's sort of limping along, so it's moving a bit slower than the others. And it seems like one of the antenna are dragging on the ground. Gimpy. That's his name. Okay. And yeah, that is that for them. Uh, Kaylin, it is now your turn. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Uh, Gurdon's attack. 11. Unfortunately, 11 does not hit. As you come down, it bounces off to the side of this tightness armor. 
a little bit tougher than you were expecting it to be. That's fine. All right. Uh, next up is Kalen. All right. Uh, I can't. I can't control my character anymore. Really? Oh. Yeah. All right. You have the right tool, the selector mover thing. Oh, yeah. Looking <laughs> move. Uh, <laughs> all right, before I move at all, I would like to go ahead and rage, and then um, just gonna yell at Gurdon and uh, Scarlet coming through, and I can occupy the same space as them. I just can't end my turn in that space, right? Okay, so five ten. And I'm going to great weapon reckless attack them okay. with my crystal greatsword. So 19 and a, so it'd be a 20. That hits. All right. So, all right. It is going to be at 10, right? So 24, 26. Slashing damage and then six radiant, I believe. Let me look at this radiant. Uh, it's a seven on here at the moment. Why would it be extra? So it's 1d8? It's, one, it's supposed to be 1d6 of. It's 1d6 of Divine Fury. I wonder if it tried to trigger the crystal again. Mm, probably that. Yeah. It did. It tried to trigger the crystal again, but. Um, I'll ignore that side until you tell me otherwise. So, fourteen becomes sixteen, becomes twenty-six, and then you have another d6. Yep. Uh, roll it. There we go. Five. Radiant. Jeez. So thirty-one points total. Mm-hmm. Uh, the crystal half slices, half crushes. And you can mm-hmm. see large bits of chitin fracturing off and spraying to the sides. Um, it looks extremely wounded, but is still standing for the moment. Okay. Uh, <laughs> then I'm going to do the same thing again. Reckless Great Weapon. Who, who are you attacking? Just out of curiosity. Oh, sorry. Green. Oh, that I'm, I'm behind Scarlet. Oh, okay. I was, yeah. was going to say you have advantage on the ones that are webbed, but never mind. Um, so yes, that would be, so luckily it got advantage. So it would be 16. 16 still hits. All right. Now it does not, it won't get any of the radiant damage. Okay. So it's just. 10 plus the left plus two. Yeah. So slashing 11, 13, 23 points of damage. What does it look like when you cut down this one as it's standing over top of its fellow? Similar to the lobster, just he's going to like kind of stab it through the head and then kind of run with it, bring it down the rest of the body. It splits open and you can see one thing that does actually kind of strike you as a little bit surprising is that there's these weird purple spikes stuck into its body mm-hmm. that looks like old wounds, but they don't match the color of the rest of the creature. Okay. Uh, and with that, kind of using that momentum, uh, will it be difficult terrain to pass through this area to get to the other side of the bodies? 
Nah, you can get to the side of them because they're still like half of a box on the sides. Yeah. Okay, so I'm five ten. Take it here. Fifteen twenty. 25, and I'm pretty much only seeing this guy right now, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, whoops, wrong button. <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> I guess not, never mind. <laughs> 25, 30, 35. And then because I dropped it to zero, I get a bonus action for an attack, right? Correct. Um, can I make that? I... I probably have asked this, so I'm sorry. Can I make that a great weapon as well? That mm-hmm. bonus action attack? Okay. Then we're going to do the same thing again. Reckless great weapon. Okay. When I've already done it once, why not keep doing it? Yeah, absolutely. At least with the reckless. Ooh. Yeah, ain't going to be good. Seven. Um, yeah, uh, it kind of like shudders a little bit to the side and it throws your aim off and you s- the blade skitters across the rocks. Uh, it still seems to be reacting a bit more sluggishly to the attacks, but unfortunately did no damage. But that's your action, your bonus. Is that all your movement? Wait a oh, minute. Wait, I already raged, so I can't do that other last attack as a bonus. Ye-ye-ye. I totally forgot that. Well, glad it didn't hit. So. Yeah, good call. But it still has advantage because of my first reckless. Yeah. But you're in a good position in case, you know, it goes differently. Yep. All right. So that takes us back to the top of the turn order. Scarlet, uh, you are standing in front of two corpses. Um, so I'm going to come down. And I'm going to attack the one that's webbed on the left. Okay. Uh, it is restrained, so you have advantage, which also gives you sneak attack. But you're a swashbuckler, so you always have sneak attack. Yes. Oh. Natural 20. Yeah, I think that just might hit. Um, all right. So, I gotta do this out of my head. 29? Does that sound right? Let's What did it do? So 20. It's like yeah, 29. 29. Yeah. Oh, hold on, I gotta get my sapphire strike in there too. Yeah, that's a dice roll, right? Okay. So another three. So that would be 30. Yow. So I gotta come up, come up, do a flourish, and um like stab them right underneath, kind of like where the, like, the soft underbelly is. And then I'm going to disengage and back up as my bonus action. Because um, well, you still have a bonus action, but as you like rip through underneath, right in between several sections of the chitin, it is barely hanging on to life. So I should finish him off. All right, I'm going to attempt to finish him off. So you can, or because... I know that you, you know, with the disengage part for yours, because the other creature is within five feet of you. So it's advantage, right? It is advantage. All right. So I'll take my advantage, and I'll do 20 to hit. What does it look like when you kill it? Oh, it's not (laughs) sneaky, though. Uh, That's okay. Yeah. (laughs) So, um... The dice hit the table. 
like come up, do a flourish in the soft underbelly, and then I'm gonna like rip it out and then like come over with the other hand and like um like chop off its head. Nice. And it unfortunately, you know, it should go spring off to the side and gets caught in the web and dangles to the side next to the body, also hung in place. Yeah, the same thing. We're like, ew, 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 ew. <laughs> Got it. Yet another defeated. Fantastic. Um. So, action bonus. Anything for the rest of your movement, or are you going to stay there? No, nope, that's it. Okay. I will stay there. I don't want to attack of opportunity. Alrighty, Vren, it is your turn, sir. See, I knew you guys had this handled. Um. <clears throat> I will I will cast a toll of the dead. Take out my pocket watch and you can hear, hear a loud clicking sound. Alright. Is that a um, call save? Yeah, is it it's has is it missing any of its hit points? I don't think so. It is not. So wisdom apparently. Oh, my bad. So, no. Five roll would have been better. Yeah. Yeah, five would have been better. Uh, so 19, unfortunately, does save. All right. I'm like, well, it looks like you guys have this. <laughs> Wizard at its finest. Yeah. I mean, setting the utility, making it so everybody can just tear apart those two with very little risk. And also staying back. 100% wizard. You guys got this. Got to oh, my it? shoes. I'm good. Got it. Yeah, I feel like that's part of... Just like, you know, you're getting some of the rest. You know, your pocket watch looks a little dirty, so you're taking a little extra time to make sure it's cleaned off. Prestigitate. Yeah. All right, Gurdon, it is your turn. All right, so... Are these two... Like, is the web just restraining them, or is it, like, in this area? If, if I walk over here, am I going to get caught up in a web? Is that what I'm... That's what I'm asking. It's dark question. in here. I'm going to say that, no, you will not be caught up in the web. Uh, I'm going to say that it kind of, when it hit them, it kind of wrapped around them more so than it just stayed in the door frame. Enough. Boom. Hammer time. Uh, you do have advantage because it is restrained. Oh. All right. The first one was an 11. Okay. Yeah. 11, unfortunately. Oh, Jesus, Mary. That one worked. Natural 20 will indeed hit. So, um, we're also going to be divine striking this guy, if I could find that again. Absolutely. I don't know how to make it just happen. Oh, wait, does this include divine strike? Yeah, it looks like one of the D8s was... What's the D10 for? Oh, that's if you're doing it two-handed. Okay. Oh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. No. So, ten bludgeoning, four divine. Oh. All right, so 14 points of damage. Uh, you watch as its head crack in a little bit, but it is still alive. Does it look Stuck angry, in... or does it look like it's in danger? Oh, it looks angry. Very, very angry. I hit it again. Applied directly to the forehead. You do still have advantage. To, yeah, trying to find my uh, guy. Clicky, clicky. Ciao. 
and um, I mean, either yeah. of them. Yeah. We'll do this. Yeah. So you take the higher roll there. That'd be a four bludgeoning because it was yeah. attached to the higher roll. I don't know how this works. Yeah, I would typically attach it to the higher roll if it's doing oh. it all at once. Yeah, so that's four bludgeoning. Got it. Uh, I think I only did divine strike once per, yeah. Yeah, just once per turn. So the first hit, you catch a flash of divine energy and you kind of bring the other half, the flatter side of the mallet, so it doesn't do quite as much damage as you were hoping, but still smacks its face around. Reminding it who is in charge here. Alright, so that's your action and bonus. Anything for your movement? I'm going to stay right here. Got it. Alrighty, Root. Uh, I'd like to throw one of my stones at the blue one in the web. Uh, it is restrained, so you have advantage. Oh yeah, we'll go with the twenty-three. The yeah, please, because I don't want to I mean, hit unless you this. want the one. I don't oh, want to deny you the opportunity of the natural one, but no, thank you. Okay. <laughs> so eight points of bludgeoning damage as you just. So what does it look like when you throw this stone? Is it just sort of like a gentle lob that hits yeah, hard? A... Is it <laughs> a little gentle lob? Got it. Just kind of arcs through the air, and then once it hits, the just this green flash of energy bursts across its head. Which, for those at home, is what clittering sounds like, apparently. <laughs> All right. All right, so that is your action. Anything for your bonus or movement? I'm going to back up a little bit. Wait, I'm the light source, though. It's okay, you're still illuminating a very large area. I'm gonna go over there. Oh, oh my word. Come on, roll 20. Yeah, sure, or, you know, do what I tell you. All right, so that's as far as you can see at the moment. Enemy's turn. Got it. Let's see if they get there. They do not. All right. Uh, so, with disadvantage, uh, the Ankeg that is stuck in the web is going to try to bite you, Gurdon. I thought I killed him. Oh no, he's very, very alive. Dirty 20, does that hit you, Gurdon? Uh, yes. Alright, uh, you take 10 points of slashing damage, 1 point of acid... And you are grappled. Okay. Now, I'm new to the sentinel feet. <laughs> a, does this only apply if it's someone other than me that gets hit? That gets attacked? Here, let me see. Yeah, other Against the target. Yeah, other than other you. Than other than me, yeah. Uh, next up is the one next to Kaelin. Uh, it turns its head and you see that not just the you know kind of yellowy green but there's a thicker gunk that is coming out between a lot of the sections of chitin as well 
It is going to attempt to bite you, though. It's a gunk. Uh, but it has advantage since you had used Great Weapon Master. Does a 17 hit? It would if I hadn't had the blessing from Gurdon, so no, it does not. Oh, yeah, I need to make a... a, a... Oh, true, yeah. <laughs> uh, Gurdon, if you can make a concentration, so it's just a constitution saving throw. Something that says I have advantage on con saves. The 12 work for you. Yes, a 12 is enough to maintain, so then you maintain concentration on sanctuary, uh, and so, Kaelin, the 17 does not connect as you see it clamp around. There's just this flash of divine energy as you see a wing with eyes wrapped around it. Um, flash. Wow, close. Uh, that is it for its turn. I'm sure it's all wounded. Probably like, stand up, bitch. Adam. <laughs> 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 All right, uh, Kaylin, it is now your turn. He's going to look down. Oh, I'm sorry, little one. And reckless great weapon just smash the crap out of it. I hope. Yes, he does. <laughs> oh, okay, good. Natural 20. Uh, and ignore this radiant damage. So currently, and I will double the die. Sorry, I didn't declare the first, but I will double the die. What did it do? Did it do everything right? Yeah, so 6 plus 4. So 10, 20. So you would do 23 slashing plus 10. 33 plus 2 rage. 35 points of slashing damage. And then (laughs) 6 radiant. Wow. You click through it almost entirely. It is barely hanging on. Are you kidding me? <laughs> it looks as bad as the other one that Scarlet eviscerated. With the one hit point left. With the one exactly. <laughs> uh, simply so that I can have the additional attack, I'm gonna reckless great weapon it again. So they can have the extra attack. I don't need a roll again. <laughs> Holy crap, another natural 20. Uh, what is it? I'm assuming like? it hits. Yes, yes. <laughs> Beating up on the handicapped. Okay. <laughs> well done, Gary. I mean, this is probably going to be my best rolls of the night right here, so. So uh, what does it look like when you kill this thing? It just is one of these where he's just he he can see it's hurt, so he kind of like there's a small grain of feel a little bad for it. I'll put it out of its misery, and then it just then he just has fun just smashing the crap out of it, just cleaving through it. <laughs> you don't that even is. slice with the blade; you just like slap Hummel it. it. <laughs> yeah, just unarmed punch. Just fantastic. So as you are just hammering this thing down and pieces are spraying off, you see bits of yellow ichor splatter up to the ceiling and to the wall and congeal and collapse down on top of you as the ochre jelly that was manning this creature launches its surprise attack against you. 
All right. What? <laughs> oh. That's all right. That's all right. Uh, Sorry, you'll be jelly. Yeah. Now I do have advantage on dex effects that I can see. All right, cool. Oh, whoops. That should be with advantage. Hang on. So it's a surprise attack. Yes, that hits. Got it. Why did it not roll everything for me? So 2d6. Ah. Yep. All right. So you take six points of bludgeoning, reduced to three, and then six points of acid damage as the ochre jelly pseudopod slaps out against you. All right. So nine total. All right. Alrighty. Uh, so that was just your action. All right. So now I do have my bonus action. And because I killed the other one and crit, I'm going to take attack at this ochre jelly. Absolutely. Um, reckless great weapon. That's fine. Okay. 23 hits. Is it an advantage? It is, yeah, because a oh. reckless great weapon. How oh, are you? I got kidding? a third crit. Wow. All right, so. Digital dice and D&D Beyond's the way to go, guys. <laughs> That's impressive. Yeah, I'm like, it's weird. Where's the goo going? Apparently all over me. Mm. That's because you asked nicely. Mm. Oh, there's two goos. As you slash down through the ochre jelly, it splits right along your blade, now forming two of them. So, uh, slashing and radiant damage does nothing, because I was going to use a crystal charge on that. Yeah, unfortunately, when you try to uh, slash it, it just splits along the blade. Ah, so a waste of a crit. He's just kind of like, gotta put a sword down, like... Let me just hit points, because they... Need to have that fixed. <laughs> All right, so that's bonus action. Anything for the rest of your movement? Hanging out. Uh, he's gonna. He's just gonna yell out that um, we got some goo that was controlling the pod over here, and uh, there's more than one now. I hit it, and now there's more than one. Right, so I would say more disgustingness than the than these disgusting bugs. Now there's goo on the bugs that are already covered in goo. Ugh. This place is yeah, so it's gooey. Pretty, you got it, Kaylin. Thanks. All right, Ren, with that horrifying news, or Scarlet, sorry, with that horrifying news, it is your turn. Uh, this creature is still suspended, you know, next to the one that you beheaded. Creature's not looking too bad. I'll uh, <clears throat> stick with the creatures. You got the goo. You're you're good. Thanks. Stabby stab this creature. Uh, oh, advantage. Oh. Twenty-three. Yeah. Ooh, twenty-three. So close. Uh, definitely hits. What does it look like when you kill this one with twenty-three points of damage? Oh, nice. Um. Imagine it's like hanging kind of down. I'm just gonna like run my sword across its like abdomen and it's just like gonna like spill all its guts out. Nice. 
And then part of the tension from the web pulls it apart and just lets it empty out. And fortunately, since there's cracks and stuff in the front, it acts like, you know, helps to relieve the pressure to allow it to just shorp out onto the ground. Slurps out. All right. That was a very wet sound, whatever that, whoever made that sound. (laughs) Yeah, who did that one? Because I only did the slurp sound. I didn't do the other one. Someone did a good one. Yeah. No. No one's went to the good wet It was me. I could tell. What? It was Kalen. I'm quite a uh, I was just trying to see if it if mine was the one. I heard like four different ones at the same time too. Well, so I made like, a noise, but I don't recall it being a wet noise. Yeah. <laughs> uh I'll come over here. Five, ten, fifteen. So I can watch Kalen. <clears throat> Hearing squad from the back. Yeah, I think we'll need a mallet over here that can do bludgeoning. <laughs> yeah, you see this yellowish green blobs lifting up and falling back down to the ground. Uh, little bits of it now pouring out from the carcass that had just been decimated by Kaylin. So I should have just <laughs> just punched it. Who knows? <laughs> Uh, Varen, good sir, it is your turn. So, I'm going to saunter forward and kind of like lift my pant leg <laughs> up a little bit. So I put a bug saunter. <clears throat> See? Perfect. Easy. And then I'll uh, cast Toll of the Dead on jellies? Maybe? <laughs> Maybe they... Are they missing hit points? Technically they are not. Because they've been split, but they're still whole. Was it wisdom save? Yeah. Okay. I'm hoping they're not very wise. Yeah, they're they're not very wise. So uh, can you target two or just one? Just just one, just one of them. Oh, okay. The one on the left. Got it. So thirteen a... points in necrotic damage. Yeah. So you, you know the ticking. And you can see it vibrate in time with the ticks of your pocket watch uh, before large pieces of it explode outwards, uh, melting across the walls. That is me. Gray stuff and Beauty and the Beast? Yeah. Gray stuff. It's delicious, apparently. Try the gray stuff. It's delicious. Don't believe me? Ask the dishes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a thing, yeah. Mm-hmm. You you you're welcome to try to consume this gray stuff if you wish. There are no candelabras telling you that it tastes good, so just be aware. Oh no, he was a candlestick, not candelabra. Yeah, it's been candelabra. Candelabra. Yeah, had hands. Lumiere. Lumiere. Right. Okay. He was a drow. All right, so better than Catherine the Stank. So, Vren, uh, that was your action. Anything for your bonus or the remainder of your movement? If any, I'm just gonna try and keep from stepping in the goo. Got it. Yeah, it's probably easier to stand on some of the chitin that's been discarded onto the side. Kind of gives a, a little bit of a barrier between that and the seeping goo. Perfect. Good news is that there is a hole where a lot of the goo is seeping in too. So 
hopefully it won't be too big of a problem for too long. Do I see anything in the hole? Uh, if you would like, as a free action, you make a perception check. It's a hole in the bottom of the sea. 21. Found it. Uh, down towards the bottom of the hole, since you are in an area with bright light thanks to Root, uh, you can see that there is red human blood mixed in towards the bottom as well. So it is not just ichor. You can see remains of humanity in there. Or at least some other red-blooded organism, but... There's some kind of humanoid blood-like substance in the bottom of this hole. There's ah, blood that's unfortunate. in the hole in the bottom of the sea. <laughs> that is me. Got it. Garden. Oh, not my problem. I'm gonna... Charge <laughs> over here. Are you a cleric? <laughs> Sounds like it's too far gone. <laughs> Alright. Um, I'm gonna try and smack this goo with a hammer. Smack it. See how this plays out. Pachow. Mm, yes, that definitely hits. Uh, four points of bludgeoning damage. I don't know how to make it. I don't know how to make it divine strike each time. Oh, you can just say, and then does it roll automatically? Yeah, it rolled a six automatically, but did it? Yeah. Oh, but is it, why? All right, so it always rolls on the two-handed for some reason. Yeah. Want to just assume that's good each time. And I rolled a two in isolation. You tell me. Well, I'm fine with taking the first roll since it was already in there. Uh, hey. I haven't actually double-checked all your rolls yet, though, to be honest. Just making sure there's nothing else. Roger that. So, yeah, uh, four, six, ten points is exactly enough that you compress this down. And there's a moment of hesitation, like you're trying to punch down on this non-Newtonian fluid. And it compresses and compresses, and you think it's going to pop back before finally on the sides it bursts out and away from your hammer. Splattered. Dead-like. Splattering. Fantastic. Yeah. That was a pretty good description. Non-Newtonian fluid. I'm gonna cast healing word on myself because I've taken some damage, my friends. <laughs> oh. Got it. I accidentally clicked it twice. Good news. It's the same number twice. Great. News, everyone. Good news. Oh, alright, I'm done. I still reach this guy, so I'm good. Yeah. So that guy's still left. Uh root. It is your turn, madam. I even see over here. Should I have been able to do that? Yeah, because I mean, you were down on the line, uh, so you could see down the hallway. Oh, I forgot yeah. to remove the block. My bad. Cool, thanks. My bad. I want to give my magic, the other two magic stones I have, other people, so do I have to like be near them or can I toss it to them? Um, you'll probably want to pass it to them just to make sure that because if you are like lobbing it, you don't want the magic to go off. Gotcha. 
Unless no. you do want the magic to go off, in which case, just let me know, because PvP has different rules. Now, please don't eat a missile at me. <laughs> Etch this! It's a magic missile! Yeah. <laughs> Here you go! Ciao! Don't worry, yeah. if it hits me, I have other ways of getting back <laughs> at you. Don't want to hit anyone. Is that Gurdon in, like, in front of me? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, you've got Vren and R Scarlet in front of you, directly okay. to your right. Alright, I'm gonna give Vren one of my magic stones. Okay. Well, thank you. I appreciate your kind gesture, lady. Make good use of it. Might want to tell him it's magical and you're not just giving him a druid stone. Oh yeah, it's magic. It, it will hurt things if you want to throw it at them. Very good. Brother, don't get any wise ideas. And then give the other one to Scarlet. Okay. Oh, thanks. That's easily done, passed out. You still have your full turn, your action, your bonus, any remaining movement. I'm going to cast um, Cure Wounds on myself. I took damage. Oh, okay, do. Very nice. Uh, anything for your bonus or movement? Um, I already moved, so I'm oh. good. Got it. All right. And, Ken, it's on you now. Got it. I will keep Root safe until next time. Uh, please drive safe. Please be careful. I know it's a long trek. So. Will do. Oh. Night, everybody. Good night. Good night. night. Oh. I don't know where you're going, but... Safe travel. Oh, that's right. Yep. I'm excited. So, go swiftly, but not <laughs> quickly enough that you get pulled over. Yeah, no, don't need that. Don't Have a good time. Say hi. Send pictures. <laughs> Will do. <laughs> Bye. 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 All right, so mechanically speaking, uh, so Root is driving to Atlanta. Uh, Hot Atlanta concert. Yee. So she's leaving at be... like nine thirty at night. No, she's got to go to bed. She's got to leave super early. Oh, ha 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 ha. Okay, okay. Sorry, I'm just handing it. <laughs> listening to this episode of Whiskey in the Stream. You can also catch the full sessions live on Twitch every other Thursday from 8-ish to whenever the shenanigans end. Please subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen and also the Twitch channel. Until next session, stay big from your daddy, Root.